Good morning, folks, and especially good morning to my fellow libertarians, to my fellow uh, true American patriots, whatever race you may be, whatever ethnicity you might come from, whatever country of origin your family might be. Hello and good morning. Now, today's episode, I really want to talk about directly, actually, to my libertarians. Um... The 2020 election is coming up. We've already had four Democratic debates. And everybody as individuals, whether you're libertarian or not, uh, I believe we all have our uh, non-starter issues. And uh, if you're a a left-leaning liberal or even a moderate uh, Democrat, or a pretty radical uh, Republican. And radical in the sense that you lean left on a lot of issues. Um, We all have our non-starters. We all have the issues that we hold very dear to our heart. Uh, But as libertarians who espouse the NAP, the non-aggression principle as probably the number one uh, issue that we care about because at the end of the day it all starts with not harming others whether and I mean purposefully uh, not harming others physically uh, Property-wise, uh, individual rights-wise, etc., uh, etc. Et um, I think we all start with the non-aggression principle as libertarians, and seen and having heard from all of the Democratic presidential candidates uh, from the start. I already had my bias. I'm going to admit, I already had my bias. Uh, Which means that I already knew what candidate, if this candidate spoke about the things I believed she was going to speak about, I was going to want to propose for my fellow libertarians. And that candidate is causing a, a, a rift throughout the libertarian uh, party slash movement slash ideology. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, the only military veteran uh, posed as a can uh, candidate for the presidency, is the only candidate that I would vote for, at least uh, that I can see uh, for the presidency. Obviously, we still need to hear from the uh, Republican side of things, but as a libertarian, my number one issue is the non-aggression, non-aggression principle. And yeah, there are things going on in our country where obviously... We have to admit it's not perfect. 
there are things going on in our economy where we obviously have to admit the cronyism that exists throughout uh, has pretty much bankrupted our economy and we're just running on the last fumes of what this uh, welfare slash military state is. But listen, the reason Tulsi Gabbard, in my opinion, should be our candidate as libertarians, basically, number one, we don't have a libertarian on the on the uh, front stage, on the stage. And yes, all, all, absolutely all, including Tulsi Gabbard, have, have really left-leaning ideals when it comes to society and economics. Which is terrible. I'm going to admit it's absolutely terrible. But listen. Her core issue. And I'm not saying that if she gets voted into office. She's going to follow through. Even if she really wanted to follow through. It would take. A monumental. Revolutionary. Effort. On her part. Where she would actually have to put her life on the line for this. In order for her to put an end or a halt to the endless wars. Her number one issue being ending endless wars. Should be for all my fellow libertarians the number one issue in America. I'm seeing some libertarians... Going out of their way to bash her. To say that if they were forced to vote. Yeah, she's probably the lesser of all the evils. But they're not going to vote for her. If they were forced to. They would. But they're still not going to vote for her. Because she is not a true libertarian Obviously, she's not a true libertarian. And she is not um, in line with our ideals as libertarians. Well, listen, guys. We're not going to get the perfect candidate because we can't even unite. You got to give the Democrats and Republicans at least that. They can, for all their faults, for all their evils, they are a powerful machine that pushes candidates front and center. We can't even unite as libertarians and agree on anybody to represent us. And see, I think the notion uh, of us being a uh, third party or slash outsider Slash uh, having the privilege of calling ourselves non-establishment. Yeah, we, we take pride in being contrarian and being the the underdogs and insane. Uh, uh, well, we don't take part of what this mess is. We're not crazy like these left-leaning liberals or like these 
super conservative war hawks. Yeah, we take pride in that. So I think it takes uh, it takes a little bit from us to say, well, um, I'm gonna vote for this candidate even though they're not libertarian because of such and such. And I know, I know it's hard to bend our arm backwards and vote for somebody that's not in line with most of our ideals, especially economic, because we're big on the economic side of things. But if we look at it uh, closely and really look at the big picture, we see that the military uh, branch uh, of this whole thing, the military branch of this whole ordeal is everything. It has to do with the economics, it has to do with the social, it has to do with the future of our country, it has to do with why we're bankrupted. Three-fourths of our entire budget is for defense, quote-unquote. Three-fourths. Three-fourths of a trillion dollars is for defense. Now, you tell me that doesn't have to do with everything else. Just wiping off $200 billion from the 700 billion plus of the uh, military budget a lot of these social reforms that a lot of these left-leaning loonies propose could be paid for but see they don't go that route what do they do instead they rather balloon the debt Oh, yeah, well, that's how much there is for debt. Oh, we're going to spend a trillion plus on our budget. Oh, well, let's just increase the budget. That's not a budget. When the f- If we're not making more money, which the government is actually, every year after year, you see reports a record amount of tax revenue collected by the federal government. You see that year after year. Yet, the thing that we don't seem to grasp or understand is that that's not a budget. A budget is setting a number, staying within that number, and if everything goes according to plan, if efficiency was the name of the game, we should be working on getting everything done with the revenue that the government collects without looking to increase things to spend on. So you see this endless war, military entanglement all over the world by our government is the number one 
crisis slash issue of our time. Not the climate hoax, not this fake climate crisis, and I'm not saying that renewable energy is not going to take over. But it's going to take over because there's a lot of money that will be made in the green economy. A lot more efficiency, we hope, we hope, will be uh, implemented through renewables. So that is why I think us as libertarians need to back Miss, Mrs. Tulsi Gabbard full force. Not because she's going to change things, but at the very least, because she's going to put the number one issue front and center for all of America to see during the debates. You guys have a wonderful day. Peace.